Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a Rosh Hashanah sermon by Rabbi Rebecca Schatz. Two things. First of all, I'm so glad that there are no doors to close. I always found it a little bit pretentious that as I would approach the bima, the doors would close. And if you were in, you were in. And if you were out, you were out. <laughs> and you didn't get to hear what was going on. I love that there are people of all ages in this space, that there are kids, that there are babies. And I am going to be totally fine giving my sermon with all of the noises happening in the room. Just be aware of the people around you. I'll be fine. But if there are people around you who are having a hard time hearing, or you know a baby might be fussy, but you would like to hear the sermon, I'm not asking you to leave. There's a playground in the back. There are speakers elsewhere on the field so that you can stand to the side. I want you to be here. I just also want us to be conscious of those who are in an outdoor space with not the best acoustics, but natural acoustics. The second thing I want to say is how really emotional it is to be here with all of you. I didn't actually think it would be emotional. I've led services like this for about 18 months now. <laughs> so I didn't think that it was going to be emotional to stand here in front of all of you. But the way that Larry just finished with Eitz Chaim and held you all as he was singing, to hear your voices singing along was something really remarkable. And I hope that during Musaf, you can just take a second and listen. Listen to the voices singing around you, listening to the fact that there are people around you. Last year, as Rabbi Warshawski mentioned, I was in Pilch Hall by myself with a screen. And you were all probably singing, but I had to imagine those voices, and it's really beautiful to hear them now. And one thing that many of us missed in services or in other experiences throughout this year was having our family around. And so I just wanted to mention that it's an extra blessing for me that my brother is here to get to have a little bit of family with me in person. The space was empty the light was pouring in through the skylight. The chairs, pews, sidurim were just as they had been when the room was full. The books were set out, the tools in place for a normal Shabbat morning service, except there was no one there, just me. This beautiful space that our community had just built for precise moments like these was completely empty. I brought with me a talis, a sidur, a list of page numbers from all the sidurim we imagined people would be using, a written drash, and a water bottle. I was overly prepared for davening alone in the most public way I had ever prayed. Physically, I was alone, my voice echoing off of spaces and their emptiness, but perhaps 
I was more connected than ever before. A camera in the corner streaming to YouTube to a world of viewers, whether connected to TBA or just browsing videos and happening upon this Shabbat experience. There were no faces, no Zoom yet, no names, no sounds, no voices. But I had my own. As Sondheim wrote, a blank page or canvas, the challenge bring order to the whole through design, composition, tension, balance, light, and harmony. One of the oldest recorded forms of art is the mosaic. The oldest synagogues excavated 2,000 years after their erection contain traces of this intricate art form detailing scenes from our tradition. Throughout history, cultures have returned to the mosaic using any collection of objects to create intricate artwork. We all know the saying, the concept that the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. So what happens when the mosaic comes apart? Each of the pieces scattered with no clear indication of how it is to be reassembled. What happens when our community is scattered into pieces, each of us pushed into our own direction and instructed not to reassemble? The story tile I shared was the first time I walked into our sanctuary in April of 2020. I was overwhelmed with emotion. I was alone, praying with, to, and for a community of people I could not see, hear, or touch. I teared up singing Nishmat Kolchai, which became a sort of anthem for me this year. I was hit with the juxtaposition of praying for my breath and my soul to uplift into prayer, and yet in a world where my breath was potentially a weapon keeping me from praying with others. This tune had always felt special because of how it sounded, surrounded by people harmonizing and crescendoing toward the ecstasy of a strong nigun. Holding back tears, I realized I was alone, but I was hearing the voices of those singing in the pews. I could imagine people sitting around me just a few Shabbatot before, looking up at the ark and finding peace in this community. I realized I'd taken for granted the ability to gather together. My soul and heart were exposed in unexpected ways, cracked open to new views by me and perhaps by you. One modern type of mosaic is the photo mosaic, often made of individual pictures that form together to create one large masterpiece. Each individual tile of the mosaic tells a story. It shows a unique image. It has its own colors and texture. And we can focus on one tile and explore a whole world. Or we can stand back, look at the canvas, and appreciate the journey told by many tiles creating one image. The image is not complete without individual tile choices, just like a puzzle is not complete without each individual piece. The most famous art piece of our people was the Mishkan, the traveling sanctuary. And as we know, every person contributed their tile. 
In Shmot 25.2, the verse says, Daber el b'nei Yisrael v'ikhu li truma. Me'et kol ish asher yidvenu libo, tikhu et terumati. Speak to the people of Israel, and they shall take for me truma. Each person should bring their truma from that which moves their heart. Each person brings that which is dear to them as a gift to create communal space. Amishkan, the ultimate place where God dwells amongst us. What does it mean to move their heart? Midrash offers a parable of two merchants, one who has silk and no peppers, and one who has peppers but no silk, a common 2021 analogy. Once they exchange their goods, each is still deprived of that which the other has. But if there are two scholars, one who has mastered the Mishnah concerning seeds and the other who knows the Mishnah concerning holidays, once they teach each other, each has both sets of knowledge. They can share in the understanding of holidays and seeds. The point is that each of us has bits of Torah, Torah unites us in holy community, in wholeness, shleimut. We derive from one another the distinctive viewpoint that belongs to each of us. Each individual gave offerings that were joined together to create one tabernacle, a dwelling that would merit the presence of the Shekhinah. When we expose, give, share what makes us who we are, what brings us to engage in community, we strengthen the entirety of us. Our individuality adds to the wholeness. Truma was a donation, a sacrifice, a part of you offered to God. But in donating, you are strengthening that which you contribute to. For 18 months, We have focused on creating community by focusing on individual parts, putting together a holy mosaic by surgically dissecting, questioning, and examining each piece. Mask-to-mask interactions, face-forward meetings, calling to just say, how are you? The Zoom experience itself highlights its own custom mosaic, each of us in our own box with our own name and profile picture. When we moved to Zoom on Shabbat and a large screen entered the sanctuary or field, suddenly the experience of services became that much more compartmentalized, recognizing the whole in front of me. Each week I would notice how each person in their mosaic tile creates their spiritual experiences, seeing individual faces, saying an individual hello, and commenting on individual practice or emotions all with the intention of making us more whole. The sum of the parts becomes recognized as just as valuable as the whole. Ilana Kaufman, executive director of the Jews of Color Initiative, inspires and teaches communities to be more welcoming and proud of the diverse mosaic that we can build. Ilana points us to a passage in Bamidbar in Numbers chapter 1 verses 2 through 3 where the people are about to take a census, separating a large masterpiece by the parts that create the larger community. Se'u et rosh, et rosh kol adat b'nei Yisrael. 
lift up the head of the entire tribe of B'nai Israel. The people are not just counted, not just noticed as there, but truly seen. Their heads lifted up, their eyes gazed into, and an intimate moment of true knowing. Seeing the person in front of you, finding out their story, lifting their face to give them honor, pride, and placement in community. Creating a mosaic is not about picking the pieces that you think fit together. It's about seeing the tiles in front of you and creating art where they fit. Each tile, each person has their own unique story, and we must acknowledge how that tile fits within our picture. Our community is a masterpiece. It is clearer than ever before that our classrooms, our Chavara gatherings, our daily minyanim, our Shabbat morning services, and even our Pesach seders were purposeful compositions of discrete components. So in this past year, to which masterpiece did you bring a tile? The last 18 months has forced us all to adjust, to practice in new ways, to redefine a minion, rethink what it means to be present with one another. But it has also given us new opportunities to pray from our living rooms, to try harmonies behind the barrier of a computer screen when we may have otherwise subdued. We might even go as far to say that the whole, the community, can sometimes suppress an individual potential or opportunity. Is it possible that the whole is not greater than the sum of its parts? Or at the very least, by examining the parts, by being forced to look inward, can we realize a greater whole? Many of the tiles of our Shabbat service stay with me when we're now in communal settings, Imagining the backdrop of your home or your partner sitting with you on the couch, even if you are in person now, that tile defines a time and an experience in my mind. My own tile was filled with blessing and compromise. How do I set up my home to become an office? How do I let community into my home? A very intimate invitation forcibly suddenly broadcast. How do I hold boundaries when I am more accessible now than ever before? How do I gather community through a screen and not through personal touch, presence, or body language as encouragement? How do I make everyone feel held while focusing moments on the individuals who need my attention? And how do I serve a large group that is so widely dispersed? On the one hand, I felt more alone this year than ever before. On the other hand, I have never felt more connected to a community. We each live in our own tiles, but if we do not focus on how that unique tile connects to the larger mosaic, how are we able to authentically understand the larger picture? I know my tile is part of the masterpiece mosaic. Just a few days ago, I was introduced to a beautiful musical, Sunday in the Park with George. Having already written part of this sermon, it struck me how art, yet again, illustrated the Torah I was yearning to share. 
The premise for this musical is that George is painting characters that are brought to life through his creation. He sings these words, bit by bit, putting it together, piece by piece, only way to make a work of art. Every moment makes a contribution. Every little detail plays a part. Having just a visions, no solution. Everything depends on execution. Putting it together, that's what counts. Every tile we bring that shares our story, every truma that we offer that adds our contribution to spiritual uplift, every moment that we recognize someone else's tile and listen to their story, that is what takes our canvas from white and blank to a world waiting to be discovered. We create this story together by focusing on the details on the individual souls, on the moments where even if we are standing alone, we are part of something together. The character George continues, small amounts adding up to make a work of art. First of all, you need a good foundation. Otherwise, it's risky from the start. Takes a lot of earnest conversation, but without the proper preparation, having just a visions, no solution. The foundation of community is strong. And now we need to take the blessing of individualized moments that pushed us to focus, ask, and wonder, and bring them back when we're together. Many Jewish communities sorely missed the minion-dependent together pieces of liturgy, such as Kaddish, Baruchu, or the full Amidah. And though we could see each other on screen... We cannot hear each other together, becoming more aware of our individualized prayer. However, we were praying individually in community. The word tefillah, which we translate as prayer in modern Hebrew, specifically indicates the Amidah in rabbinic literature. In the Gemara, when we hear choreography for tefillah, we're talking specifically about the standing prayer. The word tefillah shares the same root with Lehit palel. In colloquial Hebrew, we would say this is defined as to pray. But this conjunction of tefillah literally means to judge oneself. So why are we only allowed to do the full tefillah, the full amida, in a minion when it is defined as the quintessential individual prayer? Because our rabbis and our Jewish communities understood that the deepest we came to our own individual source, is when we are influenced by others around us. And the most authentically our communities come to being supportive and welcoming is when we look deeply at our individuals and know them. To pray the core individual prayer, we need to pull ourselves inward, surrounded by the mirrors that are our community. We must remember that this year we created the ultimate mosaic. Community building was intimate, necessary, unique to demographics and accessible to anyone. COVID pushed us to stare at faces, learn names, invite people into our homes, crack open our hearts in spaces that we would otherwise stay quiet. But we felt the blessing of the tiles coming together and we cannot lose that. The first week that I led services with people in the sanctuary and a laptop on the bima, I missed our large screen. 
not because I was not happy to be surrounded by people or feeling a movement back towards community and shul, but because I could feel us losing that intimacy of recognizing individual tiles. What is our shul's mosaic? What will be our next masterpiece? What is the tile that you contribute to our community picture? How will you open up your world to us and invite us into the tile that without it, we would not be whole? How will each of us bring ourselves up close and engaged? How will we see one another? How will we see into hearts and faces and homes? We are a jigsaw puzzle. You each add a piece to our puzzle, a tile to our mosaic that tells your story to create our larger vision. We have put together the world's greatest COVID jigsaw puzzle, and we have to figure out how to fit together, how to not lose any of our pieces, and yet make sure to use everyone. Shana Tova. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.